0: Hello, you have reached the A Friend For You podcast. Greg Rice is your host as we come together. The point of the podcast is to share my friend Jesus with you. We are going to look through the Bible to find out why it is so important to know Jesus. Once a month, we will be having a special guest join the podcast for a session we are going to call A Friend of A Friend For You. We will be finding out how others are sharing Jesus with others. You are now a part of a movement of people across the country and around the world that are Jesus followers, seeking Jesus followers. Now get involved and send a message back to Greg and let him know what you think and then find three friends to share the podcast with. Now here's our host, Greg Rice. With all that has been taking place in our nation the last few years, and especially the last few days. I feel very called to pray. Jesus, I know that my heart breaks seeing all the deception and just downright evil on both sides of the aisle. I know that breaks your heart too. I know when you see people doing acts of violence while professing falsely your name, that breaks your heart. I know that so much non-truth is abhorrent to a God who is truth. Please help our nation. Bring the truth to the forefront. Bring people to the saving ways of Jesus. May the hate that has filled seemingly people on all sides be nailed to the cross. We are in a place where our only hope is for you to intervene. Of course, that's always been our only hope, but we see that so much more clearly now. Help our leaders and those in positions of authority to seek your face. Your word tells us that by your stripes we are healed. As a nation and yes, as a globe, we are all in need of your healing touch as this pandemic just pushes on. So many people have been hit by this COVID disease. I have known people who have been barely affected, others who have been very sick, some hospitalized and a few who have even died. Jesus, we need your help. Bring healing to your people and your we're, and your world. The shutdowns and quarantines have done so much damage to people's financial and mental states. Please work as only you can. Provide your provision and your peace. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Being one of the best trained and most intelligent people that ever lived is a blessing and a curse. The story I'm about to tell you changed my world forever, but my story is insignificant compared to the way this will change everything for everyone. Do you understand this? The heavens aligned and God became one of us. All the problems of the world are resolved in a specific moment in time, a savior is born to die and take up his life again. I'm going to tell you my story so that you can learn more about the history of his story. First, there were more than three of us that traveled across the wilderness. It was desert. There were many parts that were not very safe to travel, especially in small numbers. I was a part of a group We were very well situated. We had a lot of provisions for the journey. There were camels uh, and we carried a bunch of stuff and gear. We had servants that came to take care of the animals and to take care of those of us from the higher caste. I know that might shatter your traditional songs. We three kings of Orient are, well, there were more than three of us. The number three came from the gifts that we brought to the miracle child. They even gave us three wise men names. Balthazar was supposedly the one who brought uh, frankincense, Casper brings gold, Melchor brought myrrh. Talk about a bunch of humbug. But I guess they did get the gifts right. But let me educate you. Let's take a step back and even check on the term magi. The term has several thoughts and its background. It's likely the term that uh, gave us the word magician. Uh, Magi were people that performed magic tricks. They were called magi. Uh, But that would be a commoner definition. Uh, I'm more from the east of Jerusalem, specifically from Persia. In Persia, there was a priestly caste of people who were called magi. We were skilled in many ways of intellectual thought. Because of our combined knowledge of science and agriculture, mathematics, history, the occult, um, our religious and practical influence continued to grow until we became the most prominent and powerful group of advisors in the Medo-Persian and subsequently the Babylonian Empire. It is not strange, therefore, that we are often referred to as wise men, because we, well, we are wise men. If you look back at the book of Daniel in your Bible, there was a group of advisors that aided the king in running his kingdom. Daniel, after being in the lion's den and surviving, was made one of the head advisors. The wisest men were trained through the teachings of Daniel. Do you know these advisors and who they became? They were the Magi. Their education caused them to be intelligent, so we we call them wise men. Uh, I know some of your minds are being shattered right now. Uh, Some of your traditions and your songs are, are being changed forever, but this is the truth of who I am and where I came from. Daniel prophesied, that the Messiah would come 490 years after his prophecy was given. That was in Daniel uh, 9.24 in your Bible. And his prophecy was given in the first year of King Darius. We were very familiar with Daniel's writings. as After all, he was one that taught us. He was one of our leaders. And we were looking for signs. And so as 490 years passed from the beginning of Darius's reign... As, as that started to approach that time frame, we started to look even harder for some of those signs. And there was another earlier prophecy that Daniel used to teach us about. It was out of the, the scriptures that he knew and he taught from. And he taught of a prophecy from a, a guy by the name of Balaam. And Balaam, in, in your Bible, in Numbers 24, tells of a vision that he saw the Almighty, And there shall come a star out of Jacob, and a scepter will rise out of Israel." This prophecy would have been familiar to Daniel, and and he shared it with the Magi, which got passed down through the generations, and even to me. And as devout followers of our traditions, we would have been looking hard, and we were looking hard, for anything special to point the way to such a great event. So at the time Daniel prophesied, the Magi, (laughs) we were looking and we saw a star, a bright light in the sky, that I just knew was going to point to what Daniel had been talking about. We knew the prophecies, we saw the signs, and that was enough. We had to go and find the chosen one. This group of wise men went to Jerusalem following the star, that God provided them to to follow and following the prophecies that they would have known about uh, our whole lives and we went to the capital city of the people of Jacob and Israel's capital city was Jerusalem isn't it neat how God had a plan way back in the time of Daniel in his captivity of the Israelites because of their sin the Israelites had sinned God blessed daniel while he was in babylon there's no way that all of this could have just happened this is kind of weird when you think about it but god's plan is so much bigger than we are what happens to us today is often bigger than what we see in our own lifetime It was not an easy journey from Persia to Jerusalem. We were prepared for any bumps along the way. We had extra food and supplies, even some weapons to make sure that no one would try to attack us along the way. But we met with an obstacle not in the form that we might have expected. The obstacle was in the form of a king that wanted as much information as he could get. We traveled for a long, long time. You ever been in the desert riding on the back of a camel for months on end? We thought this journey would never end. Then we entered the territory of King Herod. Being wise men, we know if we get more information, it can help us in our journey. So one of our number told the king the purpose of our journey and whom it is that we were seeking. And the king was distressed. We were looking for a new king, and I have to admit, this wasn't one of our wisest moments. Can you imagine going to a king and saying you're looking for another king? (laughs) That in itself was a little off our game, but just wait, it gets more weird from here pretty soon. Herod calls in his best minds on the subject. He calls for the chief priests and the teachers of the law. Do we have any more information for the common good? well the old prophecies tell us that he will be born in Bethlehem so the chief priests know the prophecies they are supposed to be looking for the Messiah then why didn't they see the star why didn't they go with uh, all of us magi who showed up going to look for the Messiah why did they just tell us where he was going to be at but not go with us let me submit that they had a form of godliness but they did not have the commitment to really follow through these are supposed to be the people who know God and teach others to know God yet they don't go along with us to meet God in the flesh they even tell us where the Messiah is going to be born and yet they didn't go how did they become the blind leading the blind well Herod called us back in for a secret meeting, kinda weird. It starts with him asking us a bunch of questions about the exact time that the star appeared. Then he gives us the lowdown from the chief priests and the teachers of the law. He sends us on to Bethlehem. But here's where it gets really weird. King Herod tells us that when we find the boy to let him know where he is. Now get this, so he can come and worship the new king. Man, we didn't just fall off the olive tree, we knew his intentions were not noble. He wanted to kill this child. By the way, did I forget to mention that Harold was well known at this time? We had all heard of him, even all the way from Persia. He was best known for being paranoid about someone trying to take his kingdom from him. He killed people all the time who he suspected of being against him. This even included several family members. This became very well-known throughout the whole kingdom, and now here he is saying he wants to come and worship a new king. Right. We left Jerusalem and King Herod. He helped point us towards Bethlehem because that is where the prophecies of the Israelites pointed us. Now, I do want you to notice that we all got there well after the birth of Jesus. We didn't go to the stable. Instead, we went to a house. It was at least two years before we found Jesus. Two years on a journey to the Messiah. It would have been so easy for us to give up so many times, but part of wisdom is remaining faithful until the destination is found. The faithfulness to search Was fruitful as we did finally find the Messiah Matthew writes it this way in your Bible on coming to the house they saw the child with his mother Mary and they bowed down and worshiped him then they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold frankincense and myrrh now you might be wondering what is up with these three gifts they seem kind of weird to the untrained mind but they were valuable. In fact, we think that Mary and Joseph were able to take some of these gifts and sell them to fund their living for some time after they were given to them. But there's a significance here. I don't want you to miss this. Gold, gold is a precious metal and a sign of kingship. Gold was used plentifully in the temple in the worship of God. And so gold was significant. We were saying he was a king. Frankincense is a perfume. And it's used in the temple. And is a sign of the priestly role. That Jesus will play. The incense was burned in the temple. As an offering to God. During worship services. See frankincense was pointing to the fact. That Jesus was our priest. And myrrh. Myrrh was an anointing oil used in embalming. This gift spoke of the death that was coming that would change the whole world. So do these seem weird to you? I mean gold to a baby born to peasants? I mean come on he was born in a, in a cave with animals for goodness sake. Frankincense might have been used to cover some of the smells that come from babies if you know what I mean. But then the weirdest of all, the gift of embalming fluid? What is the long and short of the story, and why does it matter to me? Some wise guys, like me, come from a group of godly trained advisors, and we see some astrological signs that are a million to one odds of occurring. We're mystified and we remember something spoke of generations ago. We go on a journey that will change the world and encounter a crazy king who has more information for them but others that don't even seem to see the star or care that it was there. We find the Messiah and give him three seemingly unfitting gifts. After all, they go home with their lives changed forever and you know what our lives are changed forever too. every one of us listening to this today here are some questions that I have to help us apply what you've heard in my story today number one what journey are you being called on today there are signs all around us that this world needs changed What is the journey that you're being called on? Number two, will you go after the Messiah or are you going to miss the miracle that God has for you? Number three, there was great cost and effort for us to search for the child. Are you willing to pay the cost? Are you willing to exert the effort to find the Messiah? Number four, is Jesus your king? your priest and your resurrection and number five if you could visit the Messiah today what would you ask him if you want to join us and seek the new king today today is a great day to start that journey I have some exciting news for you Jesus is waiting to be found, and your life can be changed forever, too. I would like to thank you for listening to the A Friend For You podcast. You are a part of a bigger movement that is sharing Jesus around the country and around the world. Jesus, the Messiah that the Magi were seeking, is the Savior of the world. Our country and our world needs a Savior. Jesus is what we need. I pray that Jesus will impact your life and our nation. Please share this podcast with three others, and we will pray together that they meet Jesus too. God bless you.